Reportedly, the Chicago Bears are probably already advanced in talks for the number one overall pick, which is not too surprising. We're also going to talk about some of the fire, the smoke being around the signing of Bobby Okereke and the interest that the Bears have there. Then we're going to talk about how Bryce Young is helping the Chicago Bears trade that number one overall pick and increase the value. We're going to get to all that, plus some things around David Montgomery right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby. Before we get into the topics for today, I want to start off with this, and I'm not going to go too long into it because Bobby already cooked him. Colin Cowherd got to shut the hell up. Like, honestly, and, and, and this is just the petty side of me who has to come in with this. I'm tired of these national media dumb fucks that try to come in and talk about what Bears fans can and can't say. Listen here, you're not even a Bears fan. I guarantee you probably have only watched one Bears game all season. You got to shut the hell up talking about what Bears fans can and can't talk about. You're not from Chicago. You don't, you don't follow Chicago teams night in and night out. You don't cover these teams. You don't know what the hell is going on with the Chicago Bears fan base enough to say what fans can and can't say. So I'm just going to say this. I'm going to leave it here. Colin Cowherd is a dumbass, and he just needs to shut the hell up. Now, let's focus on the content for today. First up, it, it, according to uh, <laughs> outlets, uh, it seems like the Bears may be Further in the uh, trade conversations than what we initially thought, uh, Rich Eisen, uh, who he came out and said this, the Bears are already long down the road of trading the first overall pick. Teams have been identified. Compensation is being hammered out. Um, and he said uh, that Ryan Pose is ready to, to take teams to the bank if they want certainty of the number one pick before free agency. Pose playing this thing like a virtuoso so far as, so, as, as far as I'm concerned. So that's from Eisen. And then listen, I've been telling you guys this for a while, that with being down at the draft combine, you're going to get a lot of talks with so many NFL personnel, execs, everything all in one place. That is where most of these deals are going to be hammered out. There's a number of deals being hammered out outside of just the Bears' number one overall pick. And I'm not surprised with what we know about Ryan Poles, that he is in advanced talks and further along in trade conversations to what many of us may have originally thought. It's just it's just smart. And, and Ryan Poles is a smart GM, and I expect him to do the things that smart GMs do. And being there, you have not necessarily like he's holding court and like, now give me your deal, now give me your deal. But he has his eyes set on what he wants in that compensation for the number one overall pick, and he's made that clear. And teams are making those pitches. And so, you know, that's just what smart GMs do. And the fact that, you know, don't be surprised. If we do get an announcement of a deal being done ahead of free agency, I'm sure some teams are going to want to have, you know, to know where they're picking ahead of free agency so then that they can, you know, go through free agency with uh, what they want to do with that number one overall pick in mind. Now, there could still be a world in which we don't see a deal solidified until during free agency, especially not before free agency. Um, and number one overall picks are rarely traded that far ahead of the draft. Usually it's a it's a week or so before the draft. So, I mean, not to say that there isn't precedence for a number one overall pick being traded early on either. Um, but, you know, Ryan Poles, the motivation maybe to get that done so he can focus then on his free agency, have his draft board. All those things just make sense for the Chicago Bears and Ryan Poles. And so, you know, in doing this, you know, Ryan Poles already, we talked yesterday about the compensation that he set there. Um, so, you know, it, it just makes sense. And when you look at the teams that are around it, we know that the Colts are very motivated to get their quarterback. The Houston Texans may be uh, interested as well. And Ryan Poles knows what that pick is worth. So, you know, we'll see what teams go and what happens and what doesn't happen. And so right now, 
Listen, he's setting up the Bears for the future and for the present, which is what we talked about yesterday. And I love the fact of Ryan Poles doing that. And it's really being helped by how good the quarterbacks are doing in this NFL combine and with their meetings with team. Bryce Young is, is, is a perfect example of that. Had an amazing um, NFL combine. He's met with teams. And reportedly, uh, this is via Jordan Schultz. He's been, uh, teams have been blown away by his ability to dissect coverages um, and, he, and, and, and things that he's played against. So, again, Bryce Young is doing uh, and helping the Chicago Bears in the value of that number one overall pick because teams are being oppressed by what Bryce Young is doing and talking to them about in the combine. And if those teams are, are they, they're convinced that Bryce Young is their future quarterback, is the quarterback they either want to build around despite th- uh, other things, Texans, Colts, whoever it ends up being, uh, it, it helps, and it helps hugely for the Chicago Bears, and I like to see what they're going to do and keep things like that going. But with that being said, Derek Carr did sign, um, and it looks like he's going to the to the Saints. And it and what has this done for the Chicago Bears? In the long run, nothing. I don't really think that, you know, we've talked about it here, that too many of the teams that were interested in the number one overall pick would have necessarily been high on Derek Carr. But it does take uh, or eliminate maybe uh, of a team did think of a team thought, well, hey, if we if we uh, fall out uh, and we don't get the number one overall pick, we don't get our quarterback this year. Maybe we can kick the can down the road with Carr and then we can see uh, what we do. Maybe next year's draft. Well, now that Derek Carr is signing with the Saints uh, again, helps the, dom- the domino that fall. He's the first QB domino to fall um, in this offseason. It helps with the Chicago Bears are trying to do um, during this offseason. So, you know, hats off to, the, to him there. He goes out and gets his money, goes to a team that needs a quarterback on top of that. So that's all fine and dandy. But let's talk about the Bears, right? And so I've brought up this free agent, I think about a month ago, uh, a while ago, and he's come up repeatedly pro football focused when they did their predictions on who the Bears, they could see the Bears signing this offseason. Bobby Okereke was a big name on that. And so it seems like there is mutual interest there. It makes sense. We already talked about the ties uh, that, that, that could be there. And Bobby Okereke is one of the best linebackers on the market. but. He's 26 years old, so that means that he's going to get a sizable deal. And right now, uh, another one from Jordan Schultz, he did say that uh, he, he expects the contract that Bobby Okereke to sign being between the 12 to and $14 million per year range. So um, when you look at that, that is a that is a nice, sizable contract. They eats into a, a nice portion of the Chicago Bears' uh, cap space as well, and they would have to absolutely be some be uh, bought in on what he's going to add to that linebacker core and what else they have and they're going to do if he's going to get that type of money from the Chicago Bears. And when you look at it on the top end of that, if that $14 million per year salary, that will put him right up there with Carolina's Shaq Thompson as well. So, you know, putting it, it wouldn't necessarily be like a, a position setting money like a Roquan Smith uh, got. So, again, the Bears would save technically money there. They didn't re-sign Roquan. If they can go out and get a Bobby Okereke, they're adding another solid uh, um uh, linebacker, very good linebacker to that core. Uh, we the only starter right now returning is Jack Sanborn. So you know the Bears do need the help in the linebacker core. So it really just begs that question: like, is that price tag worth it? And that's what Ryan Poles is going to be evaluating before he signs a Bobby Okereke to really see the price per uh you know the talent that you're bringing in. But Bobby Okereke is a hell of a talent. He's somebody that I would love to see the Bears go out and get. And I do think that if you can get it between the 12, 12 and a half million dollar range, I think he's going to be worth every penny for the Chicago Bears. And I would not be surprised if that signing is one of the earlier signings that the Chicago Bears do 
in free agency. Do not be surprised at that at all. The Bears may want to get in, get him locked in early, not getting to any building, bidding wars with any other teams potentially. And it's just smart business. If that is your guy, right? If Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, they look at Bobby Okereke as the guy they want to bring in to help anchor that linebacking core, add that to Jack Sanborn, let, let the talent figure it out there. If they do that, you need to go out and get him early because if you allow him to sit down, get offers from too many teams, that price tag could go up. If the Bears can get a meeting with him early, get him locked in, get him signed, and get him to uh, and agree to a number that is beneficial for both him and the, and the Chicago Bears franchise and what they need to do and all the positions they need to add this offseason, I think the Bears have the right and they need to go out and get that done for, uh, for us to add that talent to our defensive line and our defensive core that we so badly need and so you know that's my thoughts there you guys can let me know i've asked you before on bobby okirake it, it seems like more if, if i remember correctly more than not listeners viewers of this uh show tend to like bobby okirake and what he can bring to the chicago bears so let's hope that that ends up if that is the deal that the bears are going out and getting if that is the player that they're going out and and seeking that they get it done they bring them in and we can move forward and what else we need to do in the offseason one of the bigger other uh, offseason things that need to be uh, decided upon, the decisions that need to be decided upon, is David Montgomery. And so, uh, shout out to Bleacher Report. Uh, and uh, Jake Jake Real is the one who wrote this article. Um, and he talked about what is the contract. We're trying to predict the contracts of several Chicago Bears free agents. And David Montgomery was one of the people in that. I'll talk about the other people as well, but we want to focus on David Montgomery here. And he said that David Montgomery, they expect his contract to be around three years, $24.5 million. And I look at that as the perfect number. That is a number that it gets him up there as far as uh, running backs and, and the average salary. It's not like positioning, uh, setting numbers or anything like that. It doesn't make him anywhere near the highest paid running back. But when you look at what David Montgomery means to this team, what his production has been, his age, he's 25 years old. He is one, he's one of the the best starting running backs in the league in a position that has a lot of depth there. New, the new running back class always comes in with some talent. But you look at that, that's a little over $8 million per year. And I think that that's a good deal. Around $8.2 million per year for David Montgomery, I think is a fair deal. I said once before, I don't want to go over nine, nine and a half million for David Montgomery. So it keeps you in there. You can incre uh, include signing bonuses, things like that. And, I, and while David Montgomery can really fit on almost any offense, and that's what, you know, it, how that bidding war is going to turn out. If David Montgomery truly just wants to be a Chicago Bear and is willing to come to a fair contract extension with the Bears without getting into this bidding war, I do think that that could be a number that could be fair for David Montgomery, his agent, and the Chicago Bears. We just got to see if it can get done. Now, I, I've said it before, I want to keep the two-headed monster together. I know the Saquon Barkley's and the other um, uh, potential running backs that are out there but considering what that two-headed monster him and Khalil Herbert did last season with a marginally bad and just a bad offensive line in general I would love to see what that two-headed monster with Justin Fields being a better passer and you know a better offensive line can really be and kind of set that tone we were the best running game in the NFL last season on a 3-14 and 14 team now imagine with a better offensive line better passing attack to increase that balance so that teams can't just pack it in against us all the time, I think David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert can both be set to have big seasons for the Chicago Bears next season. We just got to see it happen, and hopefully that deal gets done. Now, also in this article, they talked about Nick Morrow. Now, I have some questions on if the Bears are actually going to bring back Nick Mar Nicholas Morrow or not. Now, if they do sign Bobby Okereke, spend heavy money there, they have Jack Sanborn, who's on a favorable contract, 
They could look to bring back Nicholas Morrow. And they have him projected as his, as his contract being two years, $9 million. That's four and a half a uh, year, a million per. Um, I'm not, that's not necessarily bad. When you look at it, 27 year old linebacker, uh, he played, he started all 17 games uh, last season. He set a career high last season in tackles for 116, tackles for a loss with 11. He did the things that are necessary uh, to, to, to bring him back. Now, again, we had some issues. Uh, we don't have a ton of linebacker depth, which could uh, bode well for him in, in, in wanting to come back for the Chicago Bears. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Like, Nicholas Morrow is a player that I look at and say you can upgrade from, but if you upgrade that 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 defensive line, the trenches there, bring in a Bobby Okereke to improve that talent, and Jack Sanborn, Nicholas Morrow come back, there could be a conversation to be made there on 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 to evaluate the defense at that point and then decide if you need to do something with adding more talent to the linebacker core or whatever else it be in, in the subsequent season. So I look at that, definitely favorable contract, definitely one – I can see happening. The next one up, Angelo Blackson. Like, this is a defensive end. Uh, they project his deal to be one year, $2.2 million. Could definitely be, you know, something that they end up doing. He played 15 games last last season for the Bears. He made four starts in that game. He only had 22 sackle, tackles uh, for the Chicago Bears, and he's 30 years old. So, while he could be used as a depth piece, we already do have depth pieces, at least theoretically, in Dominique Robinson and Travis Gibson, that I would almost rather get those uh, snaps over him. But at that uh, that level deal, as a depth piece, I'm not necessarily mad at it. But again, I don't think a deal for Blackson would come into the Bears, completely rehaul that front seven overall, and then maybe look at bringing him back as a depth piece if he waits around that long. Um, so there's something to be said there. Like, like I said, I don't necessarily, I'm not the highest on bringing Angelo Blackson back, but I'm not necessarily wholly against it either. It just depends on what else happens on that roster kind of around that, uh, before I'd be willing to make that determination. You guys can let me know down below. How do you feel though? How do you think about bringing these players back? Do you think these are fair deals for David Montgomery, Nicholas Morrow, Angelo Blackson? Would you even want them back on the team? And even if they do want to come back on the team, uh, let me know what you guys think on all that down below. But that's really it for today's episode. Like you guys saw yesterday, if any other news drops, we drop. Bobby had a hell of an episode yesterday. Shout out to Bobby for that one. Uh, just completely breaking fools down. I appreciate when Bobby and anybody else does that. But that is it. Make sure you're following the show at um, Shy uh, Bear Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And uh, like I like to end every episode on Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.